0: Are you weary and heartbroken? Do you need healing and deliverance? Welcome to the program, Jesus Can, with your host, Dr. Bongi. Our mission is to help you step by step live a victorious life in Christ. Enjoy today's program. We are reading from the book of James, chapter 1, verse 2 to 4. Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds. For you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let steadfastness have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. Heavenly Father, we come before your throne, the throne of grace, mercy, and love. Lord, we just want to thank you for the reading of the word. We thank you, Father God, that you are God above every circumstance, above every situation, above every storm. Even now, as we're going to share the word, we thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are the interpreter in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Today, we are talking about surviving the storms of life. Surviving the storms of life. Storms are inevitable. One way or another, one will meet a storm. Maybe as I am speaking, you are facing a storm or you have faced a storm or you are still going to face the storm. Storms come in different shapes and forms. But one thing about storms is that they don't last forever storms are only seasonal they have an expiry date so it's up to us to lean on god lean on jesus knowing that he will help us through the storm because he said in his way that he doesn't give us a storm that is above us i remember the other time i read a story of a girl who was driving with the father as they were driving the girl it wasn't long that she started driving, so she wasn't so confident in driving the car. So, but now as they were driving, there came a storm. A storm, we all know that it can be very harsh. You can find that there's wind, there's rain, there's thunder, there's lightning, sometimes even a snow. So now this girl was facing all this haziness and while driving not being confident and now she asked the father to say, Daddy, can't we exchange places so that I'd be a passenger and you drive the father said no you continue driving so the girl continued driving but it was hazy and he wasn't seeing very well she wasn't seeing very well there was just blurring there was rain there was wind then for the second time the girl pleaded with the father to say daddy at least what if we can just like pack the side, on the side, like on the roadside, look at other cars. Other cars are now parked, like because of this storm. The father said, no, we are not parking. We are also not exchanging like positions. You continue driving. The girl listening to the father and also respecting the father continued driving. As she was continuing driving in that storm, later on, she started seeing that the wind was getting lighter started seeing that the rain was getting lighter the thunder and the lightning was not so worse again and now realized that even like on the road it was becoming brighter now she could see the road and in no time she started now seeing the stray of the sunshine and later as she drives then finally she was out of the storm and there was sunshine after they were outside of the storm the father talked to the lady and said you know my girl i refused because i love you i refused taking Exchanging the positions for me to be a driver. I wanted you to go through this storm. Now you have survived this storm. You have something in your pocket to say you have driven and you have passed through the storm. What about those cars that have stopped on the roadside do you think that they are out of the storm the lady said no i believe they are still in the storm and then he said if we exchange now it would have been me who have passed through the storm but now you have something in your pocket to see you are the one who drove through the storm so now what am i saying i am saying in life we also meet the storm sometimes we wish to even stall we even wish to park aside we even wish to stop and not do anything it becomes even difficult just to wake up because of the storm that we are facing but now this is an illustration to show us that through the storm god is with us we can just go through the storm we must refuse to We must refuse to exchange position to say now we are no longer drivers now we are taking a passenger seat we should continue being drivers let's continue driving our lives although like it's Christ who's driving our lives but what I'm trying to say like let's continue being in a position that God has put us on let's not move from our position and also let us not be discouraged but stand like because the Bible says after you have done everything everything stand. So stand in that storm. Stand. God is with you. But we should understand the storms. There are different kinds of storms. There is a storm that comes as an opposition. Most of the time it's inspired by the enemy, the devil. Although we can use people, but you can see that the source is from the devil. It's opposition. It's the storm that wants to discourage one. And then also there is a storm that comes from oneself. The storm of disobedience because we are given in life to choose life or death. So sometimes we choose death and there are consequences for each and every choice. There are consequences. So also when we choose death, there are consequences on that choice. And there is a third cause, which is God. Yes, you heard me. God can bring the storm. But the one thing good is that God doesn't bring a storm to kill one. God brings the storm to lift you up. that storm is not there to kill you but it is there to lift you up it is there to equip you it is there sometimes to get your attention it is there sometimes for you to surrender something or it is there to test your genuineness as the Bible tells us that uh, some build on a rock some build their houses on the sand and now the storm came and when the storm came the one that was built on the sand they house was being destroyed but the one that was built on the rock could stand because of the foundation the rock which is christ so we also need to stand on the rock so that if those challenges come if that storm comes finds you in a right place finds you being able to stand against it so now let's just look in the bible about the different storms There is a storm like I've mentioned that the storm of opposition, the storm of opposition, an example, we find it in Luke chapter eight, verse 22 to 25. Here we find Jesus, Jesus is with the disciples. And now Jesus decides to say, let's go to the other side. Let's move to the other side, meaning from Galilee to Gadarin, because in Gadarin, there was a captive, there was a man there who was enslaved, there was a man who was demon possessed, who was living in cemetery living in graves and always being bound but again like running away and moving around like being under the position of the devil being possessed by demons but now this a command of jesus to say let's go to the other side now it triggered the storm because now as they were in the boat going to the other side to liberate that person now the storm started and the boat was now wavering it was shaking and jesus was asleep on the cushion in the boat and now the disciples now wanted to wake up jesus to say jesus cares not that we are dying here and now jesus said ye of little faith and then but before he Talk to them about the faith. He rebuked the wind so this was the wind of opposition it was the wind that was standing against them because now there was a way that says let's go to the other side and on the other side there was a mission that was supposed to be fulfilled but opposition always opposes what God has placed what God has placed in your heart what God has placed like in your future the goal the dream the vision the calling that God has placed upon your life now the there is a storm of opposition that opposes that vision. So we should also be vigilant to know that this is the storm that wants to oppose me and learn from Jesus that Jesus rebuked the storm. So we need to rebuke such storm. So now the unstorm storm that I want to talk about is the storm of disobedience. The storm of disobedience is a storm usually that like is caused by ourselves so this the example we find it in jonah chapter 1 verse 4 and also 12 this is we see here jonah jonah was being sent by god to go to nineveh because god said the wickedness of nineveh is in my face so please go and spread the gospel speak salvation over Nineveh but Jonah said oh no not me Jonah took another route Jonah took a boat to Tarshish instead of going to Nineveh when Jonah was on the boat that was going to Tarshish the opposite route now there was a storm because there was disobedience there so this storm was a storm to redirect Jonah unfortunately each and everyone who was there was now like in that storm because now of Jonah the boat was shaking for everyone which happens most of the time that when we find that when one is disobedient there are many people that are being like involved like some are involved directly some are involved indirectly that's why God will bring a storm to redirect so that the other people who are like linked to the vision that God has placed in one's life and the one person is disobedient you may find that now the people will miss on that vision so that's why God will watch over his way to see that it comes to fruition that's why we'll follow you and even bring storms so that he can get your attention so that he can get you to follow the route that he wants you to follow for the sake of the souls for the sake of those people who are linked to your destiny so now Jonah in the boat they cast the lots and now they find that it's Jonah and Jonah also like agrees to say yes it's me who's causing this storm and then Jonah had to be like taken out of the boat and there he was now in the time of the whale and being in the time of the whale he prayed so I like this he prayed and when he prayed God had The prayer. What am I saying? I'm saying, even if the storm that you are going through is a storm that you caused yourself, God has power. God has mercy, has love to take you out of the storm. So you shouldn't say, hey, but I've caused myself. I have to, like, a save this punishment because it's me who brought this to myself. People told me about this but I still went on. People told me that this was a scam and I still went on. People told me that this is not a right guy to hook on with but I still went on. So it's a storm that you know that you have put yourself through but when you pray you are just one step to like your restoration. It's prayer. Jonah prayed and God had Jonah and Jonah was like vomited from the whale's mouth and now Jonah could go and repent and also like teach repentance and also teach salvation in Nineveh. Now different storms I have said that they need different approach. There is also the storm where Paul was found like Going to, like, um, Rome. But now there was a storm. But in that storm, there was a way to say, "Don't worry. In this storm, it's only the ship that will be wrecked, but no life will be lost." So now that. Storm is a storm where you should rejoice. It's a storm where you should know that God is in it. God, like, knows about it and God is in control. So you need not waver, you need not shave, I mean, be shaken because you know that God is behind everything god is watching your back it doesn't mean that the other storms god is not watching your back god is watching your back i'm just talking about the approach to see the approach differs in a way that like if it's opposition you must rebuke if it's disobedience you must repent now but it's Like there's a word, there's a word, it goes with a word to say that no life will be lost. So you know that you are in the right track. You know that this storm will be over soon so now what is the purpose of the storm you can we can find from these stories that the purpose of the storm is to rebuke is to redirect is to bring a change is to sanctify so that we can have the mind of christ it's to give a certain revelation because sometimes you can have a storm out of that storm there's a lesson there's something that you learn out of the storm sometimes the storm is there to equip you sometimes the storm is there to test your genuineness like in 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 6 to 7 it talks about being tested to take to check your genuineness like whether are you build on the rock or on the sand to check your foundation sometimes the storm also come to expose the sin, the pride and the weakness and sometimes it's there to give kingdom keys and sometimes it's even there to lift you up So it's not every storm that is coming, like, to harm you. You find that some other storms, actually, they are there to lift you to another dimension, to lift you to another level. If we look in the Bible, Moses, Moses, there was a storm, Pharaoh caused the storm in the Hebrew, like, um, nation, because now all the two-year-old were supposed to be killed at the time when Moses was being born. But now that storm caused Moses to be noticed because now Moses was being hidden in the water and now ended up being in the palace. But it happened because of the storm. The storm lifted up Moses. Joseph was being lifted up by the storm. The brothers brought a storm in Joseph's lives. And that helped Joseph to end up being in Egypt and end up being a prime minister. So the storm lifted Joseph up. Joseph's brothers were also lifted up by the storm. There was hunger in their land and now they had to go to Egypt. And it's where now they were reconciled with their brother. So now they had to even move and find shelter in Egypt. So what am I saying? I'm seeing storms are there sometimes to lift us up. David had to face Goliath. Goliath was there as a storm, but the storm that lifted David up because now David was known to the king because of Goliath. If Goliath was not there, David wouldn't be known that he is and anointed a one of God Jesus even Jesus needed opposition for him like to be given the name the name that is highly exalted the name that is above all names the name of Jesus had to go through like the cross and now because there is no crown before the cross there is a cross and then the crown eagles are birds that understand the storm much better eagles they thrive on the storm because when there's a storm, the eagle dives to the storm because knows that the storm, as the storm rises, it also lifts the eagle up. So the eagle knows that when it sees the storm, it sees another dimension, it sees another level. So as children of God, we should also adapt like to that mind. We should have that mindset to know that storms, like because Christ is with us, storms are for us to be lifted up when we see the storm we know that now it's time for another dimension it's time for promotion it's time for another level that's why an eagle we usually don't say an eagle flies because to fly is to move in on a higher range but move like in a constant way so but the eagle usually soars because to soar is to mount from one level to another level so moving from glory to glory moving from faith to faith moving from strength to strength so that's why an eagle soars or it mounts but it doesn't fly so we are like eagles god wants us to be like eagles so that we can mount we can like soar from one dimension to another dimension not by might not by power but by his spirit so now as we embrace the storm it's where we'll be able to like so that the storm can be lifting us. But now if we shun away from the storm, we don't want the storm. We won't be able to conquer it. We have to face it like an eagle. Dive into the storm to say, you storm, I'm bigger than you. I am storm myself. I am a storm. So And I am a proven storm because I have been given power. I have been given authority. So victory is mine. I serve the God, the God who is God of victory. I raise a banner to say victory is mine. So with us, it's just trust God believe in him do what God says we must do because a person who doesn't face a storm it means it's a person who's not doing anything I once listened to an interview of Bill Gates and they were asking how does he hire like the people the managers And now he explained that he has a questionnaire. He said, but I always want to see that how are the people managing their storm. So he says, I always ask people that, did you ever fail in your life? I ask them, did you ever face a storm in your life? And if they say they've never failed, they've never like faced the storm, he says i don't hire them because there is no proof i don't know how will they behave in the storm but a person who has been through the storm a person who says i have failed a person who says there was a storm in my life. It's a person who has a purpose. It's a person who's doing something. It's a person who has a goal. It's not the person who is parked in the storm, but it's the person who's going through the storm, who's facing the storm, who allows the storm to lift him up. So, now the last part of my message I want to say, how do we survive storms? Storms are different. We have financial storms. We have marriage storms. We have business storms. We have ministry storms. We have storms that are even within us that we cannot even share with a person. Storms that are just internal. The fight that we are fighting alone. But today I want to encourage you to say there is a way out. Every storm has an expiry date. Storms are seasonal. Storms, they happen to everyone. But storms, like we should know that God doesn't give you a storm that is above you. Every storm that you are facing, you are above it. Believe it or not, you are above it. Because God says in his word that um, it's First Corinthians a. 10 verse 18 he says that he doesn't test you beyond your limit so the challenge that you are facing the trial that you are facing god trusts you that you will be able to overcome that storm he has put something great in you he has put to man dunamis power he has put like power to stand against that storm so he knows that you are capable of facing that storm You are capable. You are capable of facing that storm. God didn't bring that storm by a mistake. It's because he knows that you are well able. He has equipped you against that storm. He said if you have suffered a while, he will restore you. He will make you strong and make you steadfast. That's that's 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 10. So now for us to be able to overcome, to survive in the storms, firstly, we should understand what is the source of that storm. The storm that you are facing now, try to link back to say, Who is the author of this storm? Is it myself? Is it God? Is it the opposition? Is it the enemy? And out of that, you will be able to solve. Because if it's yourself, you still have time to repent. Jonah had a chance to repent. When he prayed, it was just a prayer away. And then God heard him. So even God can hear you in the storm that you are facing, the storm that you have put yourself in. God is still faithful. He's a God of love. He will be able to rescue you. Is it a storm from the enemy? Is it opposition? When Jesus was faced with opposition, he rebuked the storm. So you have God has given you power, you can rebuke that storm. You can tell that storm to see peace be still and the storm will listen to you because the power of the Holy Spirit resides in you. Do that with faith. Rebuke that storm with faith. You will see that God is a covenant, keeping God is a God who doesn't lie. He backs up his weights. If it's a storm that you believe that it's God is testing you, then that one, you should be smiling. You should be smiling as James is saying that true trials be cheerful knowing that it's working out for good because now if you are going through such a storm is a storm that is there to lift you up it's a storm that god wants like to use it so that it can work on your favor to lift you up because when an enemy comes like a flood, the spirit of the of the Lord raises the standard. So now this is a storm where the spirit of the Lord raises the standard. So be not dismayed. Be not discouraged. Do not fear. Know that you are going to another level. God is moving you from faith to faith, from strength to strength, from glory to glory so and now i also want to say that after you have identified the source make sure that he's in the boat always make sure that jesus is in the boat and i also lastly want to say that your anchor is in the weight so that your boat is not shaken you need to be in the weight, because if you can look at all these storms, there was a wait. and if you follow the weight, you will find an answer. Firstly, Jesus said, let's move to the other side. And as they followed Jesus, finally, despite the storm, they were able to move over to the other side. The second storm of Jonah, there was a way to say, go to Nineveh. When Jonah repented and went to Nineveh, the storm was over. The other storm, when Jesus or God told Paul that only the ship will be wrecked, but you'll be saved no life will be lost they were able to move to the malta the island of malta they were able to survive their storm because there was a weight when peter was supposed to walk on the water there was a word that was spoken to see Come, because Peter asked to say, "If it's you, Lord, tell me to come." And there was a word that says, "Come." And as Peter listened to the word, "Come," he was walking on the word, which says, "Come." And he was able to walk on the water. Was able to walk on the word. It was only when he looked to the storm, now forgetting the word, forgetting that he's walking on the word, then he drowned. So lastly, I want to say, I don't know what storm is there in my life, but I know God is the God who is powerful, is the God who's omniscient, who's omnipotent, who's omnipresent. When we say he's omniscient, it means he knows everything. So he knows the storm that you are going through to him it's not a surprise maybe that storm is a surprise to you but to him it's not a surprise he's omnipotent so he has power so he has power to change that storm and lastly he's omnipresent omnipresent it means he is there in that storm that you are going through he is Jehovah Shama he is Emmanuel he's with you so be not dismayed be not discouraged know that God is with you through the storm and he's there to help you through that storm so just trust in him and lean not on your own understanding amen this is the weight that the Lord has placed in my heart amen and thank you thank you for tuning in to Jesus Can with Dr. Bongi we hope you've enjoyed the program please tune in again same time same place always remember that if jesus can you can shalom